And now, back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. New Iberia's only daily live call-in talk show. back 367 1240 if you've got a question or comment for Richard A. Barry we welcome those calls and uh, we say good morning to you sir hey Jeff good morning what a difference a couple days make well so far <laughs> yes right well we got it tomorrow night coming again uh, over the weekend but at least uh, for this evening you don't have to worry about those pipes but what do we do with all this dead foliage well you're right the uh, you know I'm seeing a lot of burn back from gingers and lily of the niles and anything that's going to decay that's obviously going to decay you want to get rid of it if it's if it's uh like a citrus tree that may be burnt back or it's obvious it's, it's, it struggled or you know leave it alone so it's it's really more the 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 decay that could uh, that could kind of get in the soil and maybe cause rotting something like that any woody anything that's woody you want to leave alone for example uh you know, hibiscus, you'll see a lot of hibiscus that have burnt back big time. And so with the hibiscus, it's kind of a kind of a, a bush or, or, or a small tree in which you have a lot of woody limbs on it. And so, you know, you kind of, you know, instinctively want to say, well, I'm going to cut this thing back. And you really don't want to do that because that old, hopefully not dead, but could be dead wood will kind of protect you from the next one. So just kind of leave everything alone and, 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 and. And let's see what happens, you know. And, and and for certain things, time will tell. For certain things, you can tell right now that is that it's in trouble. But I want to talk a little bit about. And, and by the way, uh, uh, you know, if you have covered with anything that holds, you know, that's that's tight on the on the air, meaning for the most part, any type of plastic or visqueen, something like that, you got to uncover by now. Uh, that's that's you, you're gonna you're gonna lose that plant uh, because of too much heat for example yesterday we had to uh, i knew the severity of the cold so what we did was we laid with freeze cloth and visqueen on top which basically meant jeff is that we had to be very very careful in terms of 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 making sure that uh that we when when the sun come out and the temperature got high enough uh that we we either uh opened uh, opened it up or or took the visqueen off completely in this case I'm gonna try to get my days correctly, but um, this cold came in uh, Monday night, right? Right. right. Uh, sometime after eight, nine o'clock, it fell below freezing. So, so Monday we were we were you know bringing in plant material and covering plant material. Monday was overcast that afternoon, so we were able to go ahead and cover and 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 seal it with visqueen that afternoon because the temperature when the temperatures were low uh they weren't below freezing but you had no sun yeah. so uh, we knew we weren't going to get any heat build up in that short of a time so we were able to cover it up and completely and by the way you remember in that morning uh monday morning we got a not a lot of rain but we got a pretty good rain might have been a half inch or something like that and which was really really good because uh uh, what that allowed it to do before we covered it was that these containers and and I'm, I'm 
um, kind of tell him what the listeners should do is that these containers were able to fill up with water, and you would say, oh, it's going to turn to ice. No, it actually, it actually was protection. So the fact that it rained and got all the material really wet was, was really good. And then uh, that night, I think it rained again, uh, maybe later in, you know, 9 or, nine or, nine or 10 o'clock. Which was even better because yeah, it was very light rain. It, very light rain, but it, it actually acted like a blanket. It kind of sealed say, it. Yeah. It kind of sealed. Even even I was okay with the uh, the viscoid. Now I get it. I, certainly, I could have done without it because it was. Then I was also worried about the wires freezing over and and losing electricity. So that wouldn't have been a good thing. But just just remember, ice, snow, and all that is a, is basically acting like a blanket. It's an insulator. It doesn't hurt anything. It helps. So we were able to cover and cover tight. Now, the next day, that Tuesday, I didn't want to uncover because I knew the really uh, even a colder night was coming in the next night. Uh, we was going to get down to, I don't know, did it get down to 17 or? Yeah, you know, uh, 18, 19 at the airport. Right. So it might have been 20, 21 the previous night. And then so this night get colder, so you really don't want to cover. But that's when it got tricky because the sun came out that afternoon. So what I had to do was go over there and, and, and check it about every hour, hour and a half and go in and, and partially lift it. The wind was blowing, however, so it wasn't like it was sealed tight. So, therefore, you had a little bit of airflow. And what I would have done in this case, if, if I knew the temperatures were getting too hot, I would have actually picked up a portion of the visqueen on one end and pish, picked up a portion of the visqueen on the other and allowed that airflow to go through. All I was trying to do was keep the temperatures from getting too hot. I didn't want to uncover everything and then have to come back within a few hours and uncover. So that's kind of what you're playing with when visqueen. Normally, the freeze cloth would have been enough, but it was getting too cold and for too long for that to do it. However, it would have helped you in terms of I was able to hold that heat. But what I didn't, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have to do it because the wind was blowing enough that when I would, when I would put my hand under that cloth, it would be warm. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be obvious that man the temperature is way too hot. Then we jumped to yesterday, which is Wednesday, uh, in which we knew the temperature was going to get, and then the sun came out all day yesterday. And I took that visqueen off around ten o'clock that morning, and it was getting hot. And it certainly I would have caused a lot more damage uh, allowing that to just stay on there all day, if not kill the plant, uh, because it got that. And it's all all reflection of temperature there. And, and sunshine. So, you know, a lot of times you'll see, uh, Jeff, people will take, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe one of those thank you bags or, or a, a garbage bag, and they'll take it and they'll wrap it and they'll tie it at the bottom, which is great, except that it seals it tight. And if it seals it tight and you get enough sun and heat in there, it, that, those plants will fry, not from cold, but from that. So, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a tricky thing, you know. Uh, someone called me about they had a tarp over it. Actually, a tarp is very good because it doesn't allow the sun come in to come in. However, you still got to be careful because you will build up heat there. It, it's it's basically a, you know uh, uh, the visqueen is clear, so you get the the, the solar uh, energy going into that, and a tarp is not clear, but it's it's sealed, so there's no airflow at all coming in out of a tarp or a no, or a visqueen. Okay. In this case, I think it was absolutely necessary. In fact, we were telling people, put the freeze cloth, put uh, uh, visqueen or something else, and for certain plants, you'd have to put a heat source. I have not gotten any feedback on, on how the young citrus did, but 
You know, we were telling people if you if if you just planted that within the last three or four months, dig it up because it's going to be too cold unless you put another heat source in there. So it was uh it was definitely a, a, a you know a, a tricky one for sure. The uh and 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 the, the the you know it's hard for me when people say, well, what should I do? You know, do I need to go go up there at sun up and take this visqueen off? And really, there's no good answer to that except that. You know, every hour that the sun comes up and the temperatures start to warm up has a greater increase of it building in too much heat. So, you know, usually when it's, uh, you know, if, if we wake up in the morning, the sun comes out and it's 20 degrees outside, it's going to take a little while for that to build up heat because of temperature. But it could build up. It could be below freezing and you could be an astronomical temperature inside that, that but it's going to take time. However... If you wake up and the temperature is, you know, 60 degrees and within two hours it's up to 75, 80 degrees and the sun's out, it will not take long for it to build up heat within there. So you just got to kind of watch it and, and, and uh, play with it. But, and, and, of course, it's the degree of temperature. Tw uh, 27, 28, 26 freeze cloth would have been substantial for most plants. Uh, certainly for citrus would have been fine. But as we start to get these low, lower temps and it stays there for a while. So I think pretty much everybody has gotten the, the plan for this coming cold. I mean, if you didn't do it properly, you don't have to worry about covering this time. <laughs> too, too late anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's too late anyway. And if you did, I, I think most people got the, uh, you know, how to do it and, and, and when to do it. Uh, it looks, it appears to me, certainly the pansies did fine, Jeb. Snapdragons I was kind of worried about, but I thought they could do. And it looks like for the most part they did well. You know, the lily of the Niles, the little thing that make the blue flowers look like little lilies, they got burnt. But I think most of those, if not all of those, should come back. Uh, the biggest issue there would be sometimes if it if it gets kind of wet and uh, and, and that cold, it, sometimes if it, if, it's, if the roots get damaged with that moisture, it makes them rot. So, But I think most of those will come back. Uh, the gingers will find. And the citrus trees, I really haven't gotten any, any feedback in terms of um, – uh, we'll know, you know, Jeff, when uh, th things that don't have their leaves, it's hard to judge how they did. A, a woody plant, for example, let's say, uh, um, I, I don't know what I'm thinking, but a pear or a peach. I know they did fine, but I'm just saying that it has no leaves, so you can't tell whether it's coming back. Uh, or a fig tree. A fig tree doesn't have any leaves at this point, so it's hard to tell how much damage was done. You won't know that really and truly. You could know that in the spring if it doesn't leaf out, obviously. But sometimes winter injury, you, we can't see the results of that until, uh, you know, I used to say, you know, July or August when temperatures got really, really hot. But last year we would have known quicker. And the reason for that is is that uh, the plant may have enough root system and, and, and an, enough of the vascular system wasn't burnt back so it can, it can, absorb, it can pick up the moisture when the temperatures aren't hot and kind of keep up. But as temperatures get hotter and hotter, if any of that system was damaged, then it can't pick up enough water to survive. And you only know that till it gets hot. So for figs, <clears throat> obviously, if it doesn't leaf out in the, in the spring, you know, it got zapped. But it also may leaf out, and, <clears throat> and we'll st start to get calls in July saying, look, my, my fig tree had leafed out. It was beautiful. And all of a sudden, it just died. All the leaves just burnt and died. I was giving a lot of water, and then we say, no, that could have been a winter injury. And we'll see that with a lot of partially uh, tropical plants 
that will close that they're not really tropical but they can't take a lot of cold and so we'll, we'll see that and the fig is the one that right off the top of my head but citrus are evergreen so we can see it so we can see that man it got burned back we still may not know if it survived or not uh and so what we do there is we you know we tell everybody uh, in the spring uh let's see if it leaves out again you know and uh and, and and that's kind of tell what what you don't want to have is you know all citrus all good citrus trees are grafted, and so if that bottom two or three inches above the ground starts to sprout, that's below the graft and that's no good. So you really just break those little shoots that come off the bottom of the citrus in the spring. It'll start to sprout in the spring. Just break those up and hope that the upper portion starts yeah. to leaf out. And that's that's kind of what you now. Well, let me ask you this. I. I and I have no idea if it was a forewarning, but I drove by uh, what was either an orange or Satsuma tree uh, Saturday before the cold weather came in, and it looked like it had dropped all its fruit. I mean, there are tons of oranges or Satsumas. I, I, I was going by quick, too quick to even judge. Mm-hmm. But was that a warning that cold was coming and it drops its fruit, or was it just time, or was that... Even normal. That's it's not normal to me. I mean, uh, uh, I didn't mention about you know the fruit itself. You had to you had to harvest because it was going to freeze. Yeah. And so, but the fact that it dropped, I don't know. Maybe it got too heavy and it fell off. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It was before the freeze. Though. Yeah, Saturday. It was before the freeze. I don't know, Jeff. Uh, that's unusual. Um, you know, the the problem with this year is weren't a lot of people produced a lot of fruit because of the fact that we had that freeze last December. And so that kind of kind of hurt a lot. There was some, though, that were somewhat protected and they covered it and did fine. But most people, it was just survival last year. Did the plant survive? And and, and normally what happens is, is that if you're in a high production year and you know a freeze is coming, we tell people to go harvest. I mean, just get them off the get them off the tree and and harvest because that will become a a rock solid, you know, uh, a bowling ball or a uh, a pool ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. solid and uh, and so it just it just adds more weight to the tree. So <clears throat> why maybe somebody broke them off and and just let them go on on the ground? I don't know, but that's kind of unusual. Yeah, I, that. I thought it looked unusual. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very unusual. So the citrus, I, I'd be interested to know what. Uh, how they did, and and you know, and you know, it takes a little bit of time for it to defrost, but by now we start to, we're starting to see, you know, things that that uh, that we miss. But we try to bring it because you know, Jeff, for us, it's not only survival of the plant, but the looks of the plant. So we got to kind of do a little bit more than just uh, you know, we we cover everything, you know, and so like we covered our set uh, uh, camellias and all that, really, which really didn't need to be covered. But remember, we're trying to, you know, save blossoms. We're trying to save blooms. We're trying to save buds. And, and so we're trying to make – and we don't want the, want the leaves to burn back. Even though the plant will be fine and come back, you know, a consumer sees that and says, oh, something's wrong with that, that trance. So we, we, have to, we have to go a little bit beyond what maybe the homeowner would have to do in terms of protecting the plant just from an aesthetic standpoint. It has to look really, really good. But overall, I mean, we did, we, we did good, Jeff, and at this point – you know, um, what's coming up here, like, like I said earlier, those plants have adjusted now. They're either dormant or dead. Yeah. And so, uh, but you do want to go ahead and do what you did last time because it's going to get 27, but it's <clears throat> another good thing that occurred this time that didn't occur last year was that in between the two freezes, 
It did get above freezing. Not much, but it did get above freezing between Monday night and Tuesday night. And so and that little bit makes a difference. It just allows allow that plant to recover and, and absorb some warmth. And, and, and so it didn't get as cold, I want to say, within the plant itself than it, than it would ordinarily have, ha- have occurred if it had just not gotten above freezing. So it, it would have gone deeper and harder. So <clears throat> I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I'm intrigued about the uh, uh, the citrus trees and hibiscus for that matter too. And it was a tough one, but it was, uh, I think, overall, we were very fortunate. Gotcha. Anything else going on? Uh, that's, that's it, Jeff. We're just kind of, uh, at this point, getting ready to uh, um, get our stuff in for spring. So, believe it or not, spring is right around the corner. And so, right now, uh, we just get trucks of, of um, hard goods, chemicals, and, and, and all, all the things that we sell in the spring and uh, getting ready for that. All right, freeze cloth still available? Nope, we sold out. <laughs> we, we sold out uh, that Monday, and uh, <clears throat> and we'll, we'll get some more in. But hopefully, we don't have to use it. Yeah. Well, this weekend, yes. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Jeff, it used to be up till uh, you know three years ago we got a freeze, and we really hadn't hadn't had one like that for a good thirty years. Okay maybe 35 years, 1990 or 89. And, but over the past four years, we've gotten three of those. So it used to be when we lost, we had a hard freeze like that. It, it made for a really good spring for the nurseries because everybody lost so much. People started planting tropicals. But what's happening now, and rightfully so, people are either holding off on replanting the tropicals or, you know, it just it takes time to build up those numbers. And so... I guess what I'm saying is I don't think people lost as much we, as they did three years ago simply because they just have a lot, a lot out there. So that's kind of a plus, and uh, I just hope that this is not the new norm, that we get these hard, hard colds uh, every season, and, uh, and, but we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Gotcha. Anyway, always a pleasure. Appreciate you coming by, and uh, we'll look forward to the next time. Thank you, Jeff.